0: Hi there, I'm Dr. Miridalis Díaz Ramírez and this is the Design Your Physician Life podcast. Welcome to this episode brought to you by our Maxillor Mastermind, which is an exclusive personal and professional development program for physicians. Today we have a very special guest, Dr. Edward Park. He actually discusses with us how to explore exosomes for your clinical practice. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Design Your Physician Life podcast, where you will get excited about being a physician, learn the tools that can help boost your success, and great tips from successful doctors. Join us to unlock the keys to an amazing physician life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mirdalis Diaz-Ramirez. Well, guys, welcome to this episode of Design Your Physician Life. I'm very excited. Here today we have Dr. Ed Park. He was actually trained as a medical doctor at Harvard and Columbia, and is now a Ethiopian leader in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. His clinical practice is using stem cell exosomes has helped many people reverse the effects of aging and injury. Now he has developed an online masterclass for physicians seeking to expand their practices to include this cutting-edge modality. Welcome here, Dr. Park. How are you today?
1: Thank you so much, Dallas. I'm well, thank you for having
0: me. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. We're very excited. We want to learn all about these exosomes and your business in doing this and how you're going through the United States helping patients. Um, and that's how I met you. I met you, you know, you were giving a conference and I became inspired by your work. So that was very exciting. And I'm glad that you're here today. Before we go into all of that stuff, we're going to first talk about little Ed, young Ed. Which Ed was the one who decided to be a physician?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was, uh, you know, the tiger moms. My mom was a tiger mom. That when they grew up in Korea, they didn't afford the uh, school. So she said, I'm going to someday force my kids to go to the best school I can find. So she did that and worked very hard. So uh, we ended up going to Harvard, me and my brother and sister, doctor, doctor, lawyer. And uh I guess that's why uh I was programmed from a young age to be a, a physician. And my dad yeah. was a physician, yeah.
0: So your dad was a physician, and then you guys grew up in that inspired by your dad. What type of physician was your dad?
1: He was a family practitioner. Mm-hmm.
0: And what did you like about his job growing up?
1: I thought it was cool. He had a little beeper on his hip. <laughs>
0: you wanted to grow up to have a beeper on your hip?
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's nice. You know, and I, I knew that his patients really appreciated him and that he did his best to try and help them. And he was always very uh, curious and and good at problem solving. So
0: tell me how you chose your specialty.
1: You know, when we went through the rotations at Columbia, uh, we did everything. I like psychiatry, uh, but pediatrics, I thought I would be a pediatrician, but I didn't like all the suffering and the kids. It's hard to communicate with them. And during that time, we had a lot of, uh, HIV, AIDS, is poor kids with the tuberculosis and everything. So I thought, well, I want to be in a happy specialty. And I think OBGYN is a happy one. Uh, you know, babies being born, good outcomes. So that's kind of how I chose that.
0: And that's um, that gave you that happiness. But nowadays you're doing this exosome business. So how do you jump from being an OBGYN into finding this world of the stem cells and exosomes?
1: Yeah, I got into anti-aging about 15 years ago when my dad was sick uh, with brain cancer. So I figured out that telomerase telomeres are important and that's kept me kind of young. For 15 years, I I take a telomerase activator. And then uh, I slowly morphed into more of the regenerative medicine, uh, helping people. About four years ago, I found a lecture at A4M. Like you saw me, I saw a doctor who claimed to be in a motorcycle accident, broke ribs, collarbone, ankle, And he looked amazing. Just four weeks later, he told the story of how he snuck the exosomes into his IV at the hospital. And uh, I just thought, wow, this is amazing. I knew about exosomes, but I wanted to try it. So I did it on my knee, my Achilles and my rotator. And indeed, they got better after injection. So gradually, I started to expand that practice. And now it's five different states and done over 1400 injections and everywhere you can imagine. And I'm seeing some really good results, you know, about a 70% response rate and most importantly, fixing stuff that we really just can't fix usually like nerves and arthritis and tendinosis. So it's really a gratifying part of the practice.
0: Well, you know, this is very inspiring to me that you can find the, you know, healing within ourselves really in, in this way. And I've loved regenerative medicine for a very long time. I also learned it through A4M. So A4M, for you guys who don't know, this is Anti-Aging, um, the Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. That's what the four A's are. And uh, I'd like to ask you, because normally this is a podcast to help physicians learn about entrepreneurship. But before we get there, not many people really know about exosomes. And that's why you're going around this and you know, a novel concept, um, not from that long ago. So can you explain to us a little bit more about exosomes, uh, what they are, and what? why do you say that right now we're able to heal things that normally we wouldn't be able to?
1: Well, okay. So in the mid-80s, they discovered exosomes, but it wasn't until about 13 years ago that they started looking for them. So if you look at the high school biology textbooks, it shows that cell and the endoplasmic reticulum, Golgi apparatus, and it shows the cells extruding protein. But in general, we found out over the last 14 years, that's not how cells communicate. They package them, they protect them like messages in a bottle. So just like the people who got the mRNA vaccine, it's a hundred nanometer phospholipid sphere with mRNA in it and proteins and some lipids. So this is how cells communicate. And they're just starting to realize the role of these plays and all plants and animals, all disease states. But so what really happens when you get injured is that you make your own exosomes, your stem cells come in the mesenchymal stem cells, and they secrete these exosomes that regenerate, they create new blood vessels. Sometimes they cause de-differentiation of the local ones. So cells that are copied out and old can act young again for a while and regenerate cartilage and ligaments and tendons. So, um, This is really what your body will do anyway, but you get like a massive dose of it uh, from a donor that was born many years ago by C-section, a donated placenta. And they went ahead and they took these stem cells and they froze them. And every four to six weeks they create a fresh batch. And so your body doesn't really know that it didn't make these exosomes. So it's like the signals that you're making are not enough. They're not strong enough and they don't have enough of them. So when we do the exosomes, that can sometimes uh, cause some remarkable regeneration that you would do naturally, but just not as capably and not as efficiently.
0: Tell me about some of these patients that you've seen things that you say, oh my goodness, how did that happen? Like, And that you're so grateful to have been there in that position where you could do something that no many other doctors have been you know, able to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... The things that stand out are you know, neurological things. I remember there's one gentleman who had numb feet from standing in a degreaser for too long. And just after one day, his the feeling, the sensation came back. We've had resolution of Bell's palsy, trigeminal neuralgia, hyperacusis. Even had some people recover some motor function after stroke. So these are things that just are not really something you would expect. In addition, there was one gentleman who had leaky gut, mast cell activation, he had terrible varicose veins, eczema, uh, and irritable bowel, all gone after one treatment many years ago. So these are things that your body can't heal, and then sometimes we get lucky, and your body, if given enough of these regenerative signals, can do something amazing and really kind of permanent.
0: That's amazing. You know, um, my background is being an interventional pain physician in the past, transition. To functional medicine, and tell me about a little bit of these protocols. For example, you have somebody with peripheral neuropathy, right? And you say you've, you've tried everything. These we're going to do exosomes. Is there a particular protocol that you're following for that particular patient?
1: Uh, the short answer is nobody really knows. But you know, unfortunately, in our armamentarium, all you really have is steroids, which are great for short-term mitigation of inflammation, but not all disease, especially. And the tendinosis, arthrosis is inflammatory. So unfortunately, you know, steroids are not off the answer. Sometimes they contribute to the problem by causing suppression of cartilage. And, and, and you can even get like rupture if you inject steroids into a tennis elbow, as people should know. So um, I think that the way that it's working is just turning on new blood vessel formation. Of course, a lot of neuropathy is, you know, based on microvasculature. Some of it is stem cell differentiation, proliferation. Some of it is de-differentiation. So, uh, you know, we could go through a list of the proteomics and RNAomics. You know, there's dozens and dozens of candidate molecules that they know are inside these exosomes. But is it really one thing or the other? Is it the VEGF or the BDNF? Or I think it's a little simplistic as if to say a symphony is not made up of just a bunch of notes. It's how they work together to act on the other cells.
0: And these patients, they come to you and then they will receive, they would expect to receive an injection into their feet where the neuropathy is, their legs, plus an IV injection. Is that how, you know, it would work for many of these cases?
1: Yeah, I think so. But everything is very customized, right? So you have to figure out where the pathology is, you know, what's the likely uh, treatment that would help. You know, we had a patient recently with sciatica, so we tried to help her Uh, ligaments and disc by epidural injection because the sciatica would go away in certain positions. So it was just extrusion. But in the case of like, as you said, a peripheral neuropathy, we probably um, would go somewhere in the distal nerve uh, region. And because they're single cells with long courses, you know, we'd probably hit like a perineal nerve or a sural nerve or posterior tibial. It kind of just depends case by case. But the nice thing about the MSK injections is you just kind of inject where it hurts. And uh, that often just does the trick. So
0: that's awesome. Well, guys, we've talked a little bit about the science. Let's talk about the business part of it, because you've been able to find this niche to the point that you really, I, you know, we were talking earlier before starting the podcast and uh, recording and you, I feel like you're really practicing for joy. You found your niche, you found a passion, you found a way that you're helping patients and you're also being able to work less, achieving great results. So tell us about that process um, in terms of finding you know, this niche for you and how has your business been developed?
1: Yeah, well, initially I just started, you know, I didn't know if I could believe that doctor who had such great results. So I did it on myself and it worked. Then I started doing family members and close patients I've known for many years. And gradually it starts to be a word of mouth thing, like one patient of mine, a friend I've known for over 20 years, he posted on Instagram and all all these people I also know for 20 years were like, come do me, do help me. Uh, Yesterday I was down in Newport Beach treating uh, the son, a kid I've known since he was born, he's now 21 with alopecia on the bitemporal region, treated him. So the majority of what we do is word of mouth referrals. People who 100% believe in it and come and fix our shoulder they say next time come fix my knee because as we get older of course we accumulate more and more damage and we need uh, help regenerating and restoring function
0: perfect so now you have that word of mouth and now you have all these patients so how do you get to be practicing in five states
1: uh well i moved to hawaii because my son was in boarding school in hawaii and he wanted to be a day student so That's why I got my Hawaii license. And then as the demand started growing from people watching videos on YouTube, I decided I needed to expand a little bit. So I got uh, Texas and Florida and New York as well. So um, it's just, you know, out of necessity, got to go where the people are at. And most people can find their way to one of those uh, five states. So
0: so people find you word of mouth. Do you have, are you doing like any marketing, any advertising, or is it just, you know, everybody knows who at parks is because we are, you're doing lectures. You're working with other doctors who are inviting you. Uh,
1: you know, it's a combination. I've done a few lectures at the stem cell conference, cell surgical a four M. Uh, you know, I have a lot of videos. I have an email list, a newsletter, but by and large, it's mostly word of mouth people who have gotten good results. And, uh, I think that's the best way. Uh, You know, we talk about things like advertising. I think it's a big mistake for a physician to advertise. I mean, usually the Federal Trade Commission will go after you, but only if you're making millions and millions of dollars, which I don't think you're probably going to be doing. But um, it also raises the cackles of other people who maybe are competitors, you know, because in this space, we talked about steroids, but there's also a longstanding PRP and stem cells. So a lot of people are making money off of that, and they don't want to hear about the new kid on the block, the exosomes, and they might be jealous or have some kind of threat perceived from that. Even though I do think that this is the next thing after stem cells and after PRP, because those are so immune-dependent and inflammatory. I think this is much more predictable, safer, affordable, and easy to use.
0: So in this case, you're not seeing those inflammation where the patients have like so much increase in the pain. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the,
1: exactly that's the key differentiator because PRP is kind of a, a descendant of prolotherapy, right? Where they put dextrose in to cause damage inflammation. And if you think about it, that, the way that that works is that the mesenchymal stem cells come in to try and stop the inflammation and repair, but instead of bringing in inflammation or bringing in stem cells or PRP to cause inflammation, you know, we just cut to the chase and bring in the exosomes that the stem cells would be making. So we get the final common pathway without that inflammation. And those that do PRP know that the edict is you can't take aspirin, Motrin, because it blocks those pathways. It actually relies on inflammation. So yes, a good example would be uh, microneedling facials. When you do a PRP, they're very red for days. Whereas if you do uh, exosomes after microneedling, they can have a normal complexion within hours. This is so anti inflammatory. I think that's the key differentiator.
0: That's awesome. So let's talk about some of the challenges that you might have had if there's any for people who are thinking about, you know, precisely building their their clientele for exosomes. Are there any particular you told about you talked about, you know, the lack like marketing and not not um a maybe the competition aspect. Is there anything else that you see as a barrier for somebody who's thinking about this?
1: I mean, I think the one barrier is uh, credibility. You know, I think if you haven't used it on yourself or your loved ones, then you have less credibility. When someone knows that you personally believe in it, because you do it yourself, it makes a big difference. Sort of like a chef that won't eat their own cooking. Uh, but I think there's a lot of knowledge deficits we have as, as physicians. We, we don't really understand the science so um to that point i've created a master class for people to get comfortable with talking at a basic level about the science where these come from because a lot of the questions are the same oh, do they come from dead babies aborted fetuses they wonder you know is it my body going to reject them how is this different from stem cells so after talking about this a hundred times you know you get used to it but for the physician that is not exposed to where they come from and Where and the isolation and the science, it's important to get that. um, And I have a YouTube channel, DRPARK65, where I do discuss that. There's hundreds of hours of videos. But I just created this masterclass last year with 20 weeks. It takes you about 12 hours to get through. And we talk about all these subjects ranging from, uh, does it work? Will I get in trouble? What brands to choose? How much do I charge? How are the techniques? How do I explain the science? And then we go into regions like the knees, shoulders, hips, face, hair, genitals, everything you could want to know. And that's like a starter kit for people. But there's no substitute for experience. Like when a person really has had good results with themselves and with their patients, the clients, the patients understand they know and they're willing to try it.
0: That's great. Um, so some people, you know, you've described there that people who do PRPs themselves, and then like this being the next the next thing, do you see a further evolution like mixing exosomes with other things? Have you been experimenting, uh, creating different protocols so that um, we can take care, not only, you know, doing the lifestyle medicine aspect, for example, for arthritis and all these joints, but maybe mixing them with, with some other components that can contribute to the patients getting better?
1: I mean, that's a great question. Nobody really knows. I had people come up to me who are doing mixed modalities uh, as an example, I used to put hyaluronic acid into the knees, uh, but I don't find that it helps. It sometimes can add a little complication. So I don't really think even the head of the company I use, a uh, business head, he said, oh, I think you need a, a matrix or something, a scaffolding. I said, oh, just trust me. I'm having good results. And now his uh, golfer's elbow is gone. So nobody really knows. Everyone likes to say, but you know, I don't have a lot of direct experience with stem cells or PRP. Uh, I will say that because of the fact that the exosomes are so immune suppressive, it could lead to a higher rate of uh, immune cloaking and engraftment of foreign allogeneic stem cells, which could be kind of a mixed blessing. And I'm the one or two cases I did do this uh, kind of sick uh, lady. She had end stage renal. She actually got COVID at a family gathering. And then two weeks later she got C diff. So I thought maybe, that was too much. Adding stem cells with exosomes might have been too immunosuppressive, but who knows? But in the other case, a gentleman who had banked his own stem cells, we did give exosomes with them, and it did significantly help his fascial tears that he was battling. So uh, I think you need to be cautious, uh, but the short answer is nobody really knows.
0: Well, we're excited because, you know, it, it's something that you've taken upon yourself to teach others, and there's a course, so... Let us know. You already told us your YouTube channel. If you can repeat that, and where people can find you, and if you want to share your course, where people can go and, and learn from sure. that, and come and and
1: you know sure, do exosomes
0: yeah. for their bring exosomes for their practice.
1: Awesome. Yeah. My uh, YouTube channel is again a drpark65, and there you'll find you know fifteen years of stuff on exosomes and telomerase activation. And the course sign up is at my website, which is rechargebiomedical.com. That's R E C H A R G E B I O M E D I C A L.com slash courses, C O U R S E S, slash clinical hyphen use hyphen of hyphen MSC hyphen exosomes. But if you just go to rechargebiomedical.com, you can find it pretty easily under the master class section. And for that, we're offering, um, Folks that pay the tuition, they get the full credit back uh, for purchases of one brand of exosomes. I do distribute um, for this company uh, that I'm currently using. And so uh, it's accessible for you as long as the website is up for the foreseeable future. You'll have anytime access to all the lessons, all 20 lessons. There's about 120 questions And you have all the forms I use for patient care, which you can download and customize to your own practice name for consent, for intake, for aftercare, et cetera. And you can also order exosomes through the course.
0: That's wonderful. I do have a personal question. People cannot see right now your face. And that was one of the things that we're talking about, you know, like we, we use video or not. And we talk about makeup and like makeup myself. So you're, you're blaming TR for your youth is it really TR or is it TR plus microneedling with exosomes?
1: (laughs) No, I rarely do exosomes or microneedling. It's, it's really, you know, it's funny. I, 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 I'm on match.com and I still use a profile picture from 14 years ago. I, I still look the same. Nobody's ever called me a catfish or anything. So I really, I look like uh, I do 15 years ago and I think it is the TA65 mostly like it. You kind of just wake up like Groundhog Day, feeling the same. So I don't have reading glasses. I did 14 years ago. I don't have any gray hair. I did 14 years ago. And I still wake up without pain. So that's good. And so I think uh, I'm just kind of flattening out the middle-aged curve a little bit.
0: Okay. Well, you know where you can see him. If you go to his course, maybe you can see him in person. Well, guys, thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Dr. Park, for being here. Thanks for bringing so much, um, you know, teaching us about exosomes, this passion that you've converted to a great business, not only, you know, business, but it's really uh, educating um, our communities. Any final thoughts before we go?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it is a great practice. I think it's really fun uh, to try and help people in ways that are not really easily available. And they're so grateful afterwards. And the margins are quite good, you know, usually depending on which product and how you're pricing it. I don't like to overcharge, but people know they do price shopping and, you know, usually making 1000 or more per encounter. So if you have an established practice, people that trust you, then it can really help you and help them. And it's it's just a great way to learn new things, new techniques, and uh, really expand your practice. And plus your family members really appreciate because they get a discount and everyone's got something going on with their joints or their, their ligaments and muscles and everything.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's how I went into regenerative medicine myself, help my family. And that's, that's what leads us. Well, thank you very much. And you guys have a great day. Go ahead and design your physician life.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks. Well, guys, that's it for today. Stay tuned for more of our Design Your Physician Life podcast, which was brought to you today by our Maxillor Mastermind. We'll continue to bring you useful resources to develop your personal entrepreneur life like we did today with Dr. Edward Park. You can actually find him and his course through rechargebiomedical.com. He also has a YouTube channel called Ed Park, and you can buy his book, Telomere Time Bombs, at TelomereTimeBombs.com. Thank you for joining us. We hope you had a great time as we did. Stay in touch with us. Visit our website, maxceller.com. That is M-A-X-A-L-L-U-R-E. And please don't forget to subscribe, like us, give us five stars, and share the love with your friends and family. See you later. Thanks. Bye. Please remember that design is not providing specific financial, medical, or career advice. Our only intent is to stimulate your appetite for growth by sharing our experience and those of our speakers, coaches, and guests. Your personal growth and success will be unique to your circumstances and your hard work. We sincerely hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you next week.